Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. This is Sid and Friends in the Morning. 77 WABC. Was the best, so still is the best. Always be the best. Whether it's 9 p.m. weeknights on WABC or his own amazing website, BillOReilly.com. Great interviews, stories, TV show. Nobody does it better. His books, the Killing series, Killing the Witches, now doing extremely well. He's usually on Thursday mornings, but we're out the next two Thursdays. He'll join me momentarily, and again next Wednesday. Here he is, in my opinion, the best ever. Bill O'Reilly. Bill, happy Thanksgiving week, buddy. How are you? I'm confused. So I tune in WABC in the morning, as I usually do. Yeah. And all I hear this morning are people saying nice things about you. Unbelievable. You know, I'm not home. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I say, now what? What is this? Is this mass hysteria or what? Yeah, I, I, mean, every, oh, I mean, I thought the guy from Five Towns uh, was going to leave you in his will. I, I mean, it, it was, he may. He may. Yeah, I mean, it was, oh, this is a I don't know. so many fans. And then they go, is this, is this live or did you just pre-record this stuff? No, it's true. And that guy from the Five Towns uh, served almost 40 years as a great assemblyman in Borough Park, Dove Hiking, who very recently, after his whole life, his whole life being a Democrat, switched to Republican, and he's kind of the face of the Jews. And I went to shul with him at his temple on Saturday in Woodmere, and it was a beautiful day, and he was uh, over the top with his kindness. But I do want to ask you about uh, another great man, JFK, because you're such a student of history, and no one knows more about this country's history than you. Nobody. So this Wednesday will be 60 years, 60 to the day JFK was assassinated. There are still a lot of folks who believe Lee Harvey Oswald didn't kill him. What does Bill O'Reilly think? Well, number one, people believe what they want to believe. Number two, people have made millions and millions of dollars by putting forth conspiracy theories. Keep that in mind, that you have never heard a conspiracy theory come from somebody who wasn't making money off it. Hmm. Very, very important to understand. So Martin Dugard and I wrote Killing Kennedy, the second killing book after Killing Lincoln. And we did as methodical a job as I think has been done investigating this situation because I actually covered it as a young reporter in Dallas, and I knew a lot about it. You were actually living there at the time, right? Yes, I was yeah. working for WFAA-TV as a local reporter. Now, I'm going to tell you three things because you just can't you can't hold it in your mind. It's just too many. There's Grassy Knoll, there's these people here, then the Russians, then the mob. I mean, you just go into an insane asylum if you're just going to 
you know, incorporate all this stuff. But there are three keys. We were able to get the FBI reports uh, taken on the scene. So it was a Dallas police investigation, a local investigation, because Dealey Plaza is in Dallas. The FBI came in within a day en masse. J. Edgar Hoover ordered the best agents to Dallas, where they set up shop and pretty much took the investigation away from the local police. Okay? They ran it. The FBI ran it. And we got the day-by-day reports. So three things. Number one, Lee Harvey Oswald ordered through the mail the rifle that killed JFK. It was sent to his home. He bought it. Number two, ballistics were done by the FBI in Quantico, all right? And the bullets matched up to the Oswald weapon. There were no other bullets found. Now, I know Oliver Stone and these people are going, oh, they took the bullets and threw them out the window, you know. Okay. And then the third one is that if an outside party had been involved, say the CIA, say the Fidel Castro, say whatever, that would have come out somewhere down the line. Somebody dies, they leave something in a safe, they said, I did this, I did nothing. So no primary source material that there was a conspiracy. All right. So Oswald shot him. All the evidence says he did it. But here's the real kicker on it. Lee Harvey Oswald was a low-life drifter punk. But he was a marksman in the Marine Corps. He was perfectly capable of putting three slugs in that car. However, before the assassination, Oswald was beating up his wife in Dallas all right, Marina, violent man, killed a Dallas police officer, J.P. Tippett. So he was being babysat by a CIA operative named George the Morinshield. I broke this story, all right, while I was in Dallas. I chased George the Morinshield to Palm Beach, Florida, where he killed himself. Wow. Okay, all of that is in Killing Kennedy. If you really want to know the real story, wow. to this day, I cannot find out why George Shield, an aristocratic Russian, he was an American citizen, he was teaching at a place called Bishop College in Dallas, was hanging around with Lee Harvey Oswald. It makes no sense. There's only one person on earth who knows, and that is Shield's daughter, who lives in Phoenix, Arizona. And every time I call her or show up at her house, she slams the door in my face. Wow. How old was she at the time when her father committed suicide? Teenager. So she would know. She wasn't too young. She, she would know. Yeah. Okay, about why this guy, Shield, who's a shadowy guy way back. He wasn't a CIA agent. He was a contract player. He got paid for helping him. Why was he hanging around Lee Harvey Oswald? That is the big unanswered mm. question to this day. Now, it could have been he was surveilling him because Oswald went to Mexico City to try to get a visa to live in Cuba. The CIA knew that. 
Okay, they knew that he was a nefarious guy, was running around New Orleans. So they were watching him. And that might have been it. But for DeMornshield to blow his brains out with a shotgun in Palm Beach, Florida, I mean, that's, mm. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I mean, do, do we know that he definitely killed himself, or could yes. this be another Vincent Forster type of deal? No. No, okay. I mean, when I showed up at the scene, the uh, local police was there. They had taped off the whole place, and I did talk to the cops. This was extemporaneous, right on the scene. Okay? Yeah. And there was no doubt. He went upstairs, uh, and boom. I got to tell you, folks, Wednesday, 60 years to the day Kennedy gets assassinated. And I don't make any money off this. I swear to God, I don't. But, uh, but my God, if you don't buy killing Kennedy, then there's something wrong with you. Go out of your bread and buy it. Again, it goes all the way back. To, it always goes back to this. People believe what they want to believe. So this is exciting. Somebody did it. They got away with it. You know, uh, it was like everybody in the dark world didn't like Kennedy. JFK, because he was doing certain things. The mafia didn't like him. Castro, he was trying to kill Castro. So, of course, Castro didn't like him. Right. The Russians didn't like him. All right. Because and that culminated in the uh, missile uh, rundown. So he had an enormous amount of enemies. Joe DiMaggio didn't like him because he killed Marilyn Monroe. (laughs) (laughs) You know, here's one of the most unfair things I've ever seen. And this is in Killing Kennedy, too. There are uh, gossip that Robert Kennedy had an affair with Marilyn Monroe. We know John Kennedy did for sure. But there was gossip that Robert Kennedy did. Dugard and I traced every private jet flight into Van Nuys Airport north of L.A., where, they, where the private planes land. Okay, to see if RFK had been around any time, months, before Marilyn Monroe uh, killed herself on the, on the drugs. Um, and, and the answer is no. And that flight would have existed because you, you can't just be an attorney general and fly across the country and be in Los Angeles without a record of it. Right, right. And so – you know, it, it pains me that Americans believe so much garbage, but it's my job to straighten it out. Okay. Well, straighten uh, America out, uh, although I think America agrees on this one. A lot of people, including me, are very, very critical of her husband, especially when he was president. But I've heard nobody say anything negative about Rosalind Carter, who died yesterday at the age of 96. And now you know Jimmy is also in hospice and they were married for 77 years, so this is a legitimate, true, beautiful love affair, and I can't imagine he's going to last very long after she passed away. But she is gone. Everybody, including Melania Trump this morning, saying beautiful things about Rosalind Carter. What are your memories? A woman of great dignity. That's number one. And um, a old school. Both uh, she and Jimmy Carter were... Southern raised and bred, manners impeccable, uh, took marriage seriously, very generous people. Now, Rosalind, and I didn't know them that well, but I knew him a little bit. I did not like him personally. He was arrogant. 
or is he still alive? And very arrogant. Plus, he hated the Jews, just like Obama and but I, you know, I didn't get into that with him. But I mean, just on his personal uh, interactions <laughs> with people. Yeah. But Rosalind was so gracious to everybody. Now, behind the scenes, Rosalind Carter was a lot tougher than people think. Yeah. And Jimmy would pretty much toe the line. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you know what's funny now that I think about it? I've never heard anybody, people are critical of Obama, certainly Biden, the worst president ever, uh, Jimmy Carter. Uh, on the other side, they're probably critical of. I've never heard anybody badmouth a first lady, except for Melania Trump, because she unfortunately is, or fortunately, is married to Donald. Now, to a certain extent, Jill Biden gets it because we become so divided. But before Jill Biden and Melania Trump, no matter what the husbands did, I never heard a first lady really being criticized. Is that fair? Yeah, and there was no reason to. Um, Why is there reason at, uh, to the now? First ladies, um, is there reason the to now? How about Jill Biden? I, mean, I believe what she does every day is nothing short of spousal abuse. I think she loves power. I wouldn't go as far as you going. I think she doesn't want to <laughs> give it up. The only the only first lady that really was controversial within the White House in modern times was Nancy Reagan. Um, Nancy Reagan took it over after Ronald Reagan was shot and almost killed, and that's Killing Reagan, our book, Killing Reagan. You know, we have all 13 books bundled on BillOReilly.com for Christmas and Hanukkah. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's What great. a great gift to somebody who really wants to know about their country. Yes. You know, you start with witches, killing the witches, because that takes you over to the Mayflower, and then you go all the way up, all right, to killing the legends, which is contemporary history. Um, you got all 13 for an excellent price. Um, and that's your library, or you got 13 separate gifts, and that's on BillOReilly.com. And I did that as a favor to people because there are a lot of people who want all 13 in their library. But Nancy Reagan, I have a letter in my collection from Ronald Reagan screaming about how people are criticizing Nancy. But Nancy was very powerful. And, and if you got on the wrong side of Nancy, you did not want to be there. I'll tell you that. And Joe Biden, not as flamboyant. But let me tell you a word about Melania Trump. Amazingly gracious woman. Yeah. yeah. And I have known her for a while. And um, incredibly intelligent, you know, from and loves her country. She's from Slovenia which is just north of the Balkans and south of Austria, for those of you who don't have the uh, world map in front of you. (laughs) But this is a smart, smart woman. And um, when I spoke with her, I remember being at a Saturday Night Live after party when Trump hosted, which was probably the worst Saturday Night Live of all time. (laughs) It was terrible. But he invited me to the after party, and I showed up, and someday i got to write an article on it. It was hysterical. Well, I sat next to her, and, I mean, I was amazed at her knowledge mm. of, of what was going on. Yeah. No, she's smart. So, you know, that brings us to the end of this conversation, which is this upcoming potential, if not probable, election, once again, between Trump and Biden, Trump surging. Biden celebrates a birthday today. Today, Joe Biden is 81. He's the oldest 81-year-old I've ever seen in my life. But 
regardless of that, NBC polls, which you know skew way to the left, NBC skews way to the left, uh, the latest poll this morning, Trump 46, Biden 44. So on his birthday today, is it fair to say that polls like that are dire for Joe Biden? Not yet. Not yet. Um, I wrote a message of the day, again, BillOReilly.com is where we live, and I hope everybody visits, about the Joe Manchin situation. Now, Manchin does run as a third-party guy. That's the end of Joe. That's it. He loses. And that's why you're not hearing much reporting about that, Um, because the press doesn't want Manchin in, because that just gives the election to Trump. Now, Biden himself, and happy birthday to Joe. I mean, I I don't despise Joe Biden. I mean, and I respect the office of the president. Leave that to me. Okay. (laughs) He is probably the most selfish president I have ever analyzed of all of them. He is so selfish, I can't believe it. He's got to know that, number one, he can't run the country. And number two, the damage he's doing not only to America, but to his own party, is at this point incalculable. Now, he lives in a shadow world where Jill is telling him he's the greatest president of all time. I know that. But as you pointed out, when an NBC poll and all the others come out and say, look, yo, 77% of the American people think you're too old to do the job. 77%. Why don't you go out with a little dignity? No. The digital dollar could give the feds control of your money. Get the digital dollar report. Call 1-800-862-6970 and also receive a $1,000 credit from Priority Gold to protect your money. Or just go to digitaldollarreport.com. Please note the information provided does not constitute financial or investment advice. Wow. There's no chance he'll do that, right? No chance. That is a chance because, they, look, the, the House investigations into Hunter Biden are very close. And one more big bomb on that, and I think Joe will have to go. Isn't it funny that if there's one more big bomb on the House investigations, Joe will have to go, yet uh, my friend and uh, certainly a guy that respects you has been through four indictments. He's been uh, yeah, but it's not the same, though. No, I know, I know. It's just, it's just funny when you think about it. But you know, it's not the same. You're right. You're right. One uh, is directly impactful to his job, and quite frankly, the office, which is uh, Joe Biden. So, what does uh, what does Bill O'Reilly do Thursday? I know Spencer's not back home. So, is it a quiet Thanksgiving? Um, I'm going to terrorize everybody in my house on Thanksgiving by reading them aloud from Killing the Witches on the Mayflower That's right. Voyage That's right. from England to Cape Cod. I wish you were at my uh, Thanksgiving dinner. I'd love to hear that. I swear, no, I really would. Everybody, love, everybody thinks this is what I love about Americans. Everybody thinks the Mayflower was the love boat. The love boat is exciting. And no, no, it was torture. Torture, yep. And, and so people go, Mayflower, give me the little hat, pass the stuffing. <laughs> <laughs> these, people, these people were trapped yeah. under the deck with a five-foot ceiling for 66 days, and the oh. one guy who bolted out wound up in the ocean. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's unbelievable. So I'm going to read aloud. 
while they're eating the meat, and they're going to just go, you know what? I think I'm going to the diner. Let's get out of here. I'm trying to watch the Commanders and the Cowboys, damn it. Oh, the Commanders. What an awesome team, huh? Oh. I mean, for anybody to make Tommy DeVito look good, that's yeah, all you have to know. Give the kid some credit. I do. Come on. Oh, come on. He's a Three fine. TD throws. I know. Listen. I mean, the guy was playing at Don Bosco three months ago. <laughs> I, I was so happy to see that. No, it was nice. There was something to be said for a kid who uh, his mother still makes his bed, makes some chicken yeah. cutlets. I love that stuff. Yeah, look at me. Who am I talking? Uh, you are brilliant. You're always great. Thank you for coming on on a Monday sure. on Thanksgiving week. And just have the happiest and healthiest holiday. And please, Bill. Be easy on your dinner party on Thursday night. <laughs> no, we'll have a few laughs. Thanks for having me in, Sid. Happy Thanksgiving to you and all WABC listeners. Bill O'Reilly, you're the best. God bless you. Talk to you soon.